welcome to the Sharing Jesus Podcast, where we share stories, awesome ministry moments, and everything in between. Uh, today, we have a very special episode for you guys. We have two of our students here in our student ministry, Leighton Ball and Eli Cowden, and if you do not know them, Leighton is a 10th grader, a sophomore at Bryant High School, and Eli is an 11th grader, a junior at Benton High School. These two schools, yes, are very much rivals, but these two guys are very close, best friends. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Good, Glad to be here and uh, ready to see what we start talking about. Leighton, you excited? Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready. So this is their first podcast, and just a disclaimer before we dive into this, um, uh, we haven't really got a title for this yet. We're shooting this on a Wednesday before church. Uh, these guys are heavily involved in our church. Leighton, actually, they both serve on our worship team. Eli plays the guitar and Leighton plays the drums. And so today, we're going to talk about life in, uh, from a high schooler perspective. Um, so it's 2022. We're shooting this for, for anybody's perspective. If you're listening to this, it is May 4th, 2022. Hey, so May the 4th be with you. That's right. Yes, that's, that's today. Yes. I didn't for even know the, that was today. For all the Star Wars fans out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I could say I'm like I'm I'm like half a Star Wars fan. Yes. Like I watch it, but I'm not like geeked out like some people are. I mean, I've watched one movie. Don't even remember what it was called. But, <laughs> hey, it was Star Wars. You knew <laughs> I, that. I'm a Star Wars fan for that. Yeah. You either dress up at the movies or you don't. It's and I'm in between. But anyway, so just to just to get to know these guys, Layton, tell us about yourself. Tell us your hobbies. What do you like to do, man? Well, I'm actually a pretty simple guy. I mean, I. He's I decked used, out Nike right now. Yeah, Nike completely, shirt, completely jacket. Decked out. I'm actually just ready for tonight after church. Yeah, we're going to trampoline park. Fake oh, yeah. leather phone case. Yeah. Um. Actually, I just I used to play basketball, and Bryant really did. They got big, and basketball team got really stacked, is what we would call it. Yeah. And gonna be honest, did not make the team, and kind of moved into rodeoing and ranching, which is what I've always liked. So basically, right now I. Uh, calf rope, team rope, and a little thing called ribbon roping that I really, really enjoy. So, I have like, a great time doing it. Basketball, yeah. and I knew this because we're really close, and I poured into you a lot, and we played a lot of basketball together. Oh, yeah. So, you transitioning from that love of basketball to rodeoing and stuff, was it a hard transition, or was it something you felt like? It's it's weird to talk about because it's basketball and like rodeo. It's not really mystery related. Yeah. What is, do you feel like it was a door got open for you? I I really think it was because we were driving home from the beach last year actually, and it was like nine o'clock at night, yeah. and we were riding, and I was like I was sitting there thinking about it, and I prayed about it a little bit just because it's a big decision because my dad was played a lot, and he always wants me to play, and so I was like, man, I've always liked rodeoing and all that and ranching and being around horses and stuff and he was like i did i totally understand and i was like whether i make the basketball team or don't i think that i'm gonna pursue rodeoing from now on okay because i was like i like it i love it and so i didn't know that so you had already decided like i want to do this whether or not i make the team yes okay so so if you would have made the team you your first priority would have been rodeos right yes it would have but i didn't know that but i will my first priority would have been rodeos deep down inside, but I will obviously would not have been missed a practice. Because like my dad says, if you're going to do something, you're going to put 100% effort into it. Right. And if you know anything about clay ball, it's like, you're going to commit to it. And if you want to give up, I'm sorry, you just got to finish the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get in the class, you don't get out till you're done. Well, so, Eli, yeah. I know you have some different hobbies. <laughs> uh, you oh, could yeah. say they're different. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, I'm about six foot four, which is not the ideal type for a golfer, but that is what I do. Yeah. Uh, I work a job on the weekends out at the golf course, and uh, I, that's basically it is golf, school, and hunting and fishing. That's about it. So people say it all the time. I'm sure y'all hear it from the older people. It's like, man, if I could just be in high school again. Do y'all like have an idea or understand like how simple your life is right now? Oh, yeah. I don't want to leave high school. Definitely, yes. Like I will say, I talked about today with my friends, and we were kind of we as a group. We kind of had a realization that last year, ninth grade, we thought we had 800 years of school left. Right. We literally hit this year. We talked about today. We were like. We literally have two days or two years of school left, yeah. and then we're in college, which is a whole different world. Yep. And so now we feel like we're just running out of time, yeah. and we, we want to be in Which Eli's a great ahead of you, and you're, you, I know you already made some college visits and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, we were actually talking about it today also. I've got a senior buddy that likes to play the guitar a lot, uh, and uh, they had to turn their MacBooks in today, which they their last day is this friday oh all the school books that the school gives them yeah yeah and so they turned him in and he got into my class with me and he just told me like he was like wow this is like this is it yeah and then that kind of made me realize like next year is it that's it yeah like i'm gone like i I will probably never see those seniors ever again in my life right i know i remember me and my dad, we have a thing, and we went this year. We always went and watched the high school state finals basketball in Arkansas in Hot Springs. Yep. And me and dad went one year, and he, I was like, I think it, I was two years out of out of high school, and I was like, gosh, man, I miss basketball so much. And dad was like, dad, my dad, if you know him, he grew up playing basketball. He played all through high school. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, you know, I'm I'm fifty something, and I I'm still miss it the same. Yeah, my me and my dad had that same thing. He's like. He's like, I'm 45, and I love to play it as much as, if not more, than you want to play it right now. Right. Well, Eli, we'll start with you. Just share a brief, you're like, your brief testimony of, you know, both of you both grew up in church, have strong Christian families, um, and you all serve at church, but just your brief testimony of when, you know, when you accepted Christ as your Savior. So basically, uh, I was at school all day. It was on 9-11. Uh, so that whole day... It was 2014, uh, and I was sitting in class, and y- y'all probably don't know if you're listening, but in school, whenever it's 9-11, you learn about it in every single class. It gets yeah. really repetitive, <laughs> really boring. But I was sitting through it, and they eventually played one of the most, I guess the most played videos from the actual attack. And uh, it was the video of the second plane hitting the second tower. Mm -hmm. And that kind of shot a memory, not a memory, but a thought through my head that, I mean, it could happen like that. So it was kind of ironic that that happened because that got me thinking. And like Caleb said, I grew up in church. I'd go every single Sunday that I could, which at that time, our whole family was prioritizing baseball ahead of church, which is not what we were supposed to do, but we did it anyways. So uh, whenever I got home, my mom actually just bought me the uh, daily devotional book for uh, uh, teenagers. And uh, she we did the devotional that night at 7 o'clock, and at the end of every devotional in that book, there's a 
prayer at the bottom of it that it tells you to read out. You don't got to read it right off the book, but I was young. I didn't know what I was doing, so I thought I'll just say it out loud right off the book, and I'll just read the page. And I can't tell you exactly what it said, but it said something along the lines of, if you were to die today, where would you go? Which was ironic because, I mean, it was 9-11, and that I had that thought that went through my head at school. So I, that got me thinking, and I went back to my room, laid down, couldn't go to sleep for 30 minutes, got back up, and opened that devotional book again and went to the next one. And then the next prayer said the same thing. And I was just right then and there, felt something on my heart, and went back into my room, told my parents, and it went on from there. Got baptized at Holland Chapel. That's awesome. And Leighton, did you... Uh, you've always gone to Sharon, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Y'all have been plugged into Sharon probably since uh, three or four years? This will be four years. Feels like, yeah. It feels like eternity. Yeah. Well, so, it really, to me, it feels like we've only been here for like a year. Yeah. It really does. It's gone yeah. by fast. Which is crazy because like, sometimes I'll be talking about something and you know, I'll be like, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, no, what? And you're like, yeah. how do you remember that? And he's like, I've been here that long. Yeah. Well, it's like we've been coming here for four years, but me and Leighton, like Caleb said, we're best friends, but we didn't know each – we didn't even talk to each other the first – two years that i was coming here yeah because we met at reality weekend in the groups that we were in in the youth room yeah yeah and i think reality weekend is the first like actual not in a weird way but first memory i have with you yeah like i before reality weekend i knew you like i knew you were around maybe but like reality weekend was the first time that yeah ever happened well so, Leighton, yeah. tell us real quick just your brief testimony um mine's uh about the average cup of joe honestly i mean it's pretty simple so basically i'm like i'm seven years old and i i uh seven years old and been growing up in church all my life coming before i was born basically in my mama's belly and uh i uh so i have a friend and her name is kayla brown which some of you might know and we were in sparks awana sparks oh good old awana oh yeah and, i remember uh, those days she got up at the front, and everybody's like, got a big announcement, got a big announcement. And she gets up there, and she's like, I got saved. And everybody's going nuts. And me, I'm like up there clapping like, you got Don't saved. Don't even know why you're clapping. I'm like, dude, that fool little ride must have been awesome or something. And I was yeah. thinking, I was like, she about hit a tree or something. And she's like, I just felt like it needed to be done, and I was ready for it. And Lord called my heart and got saved. And I was like, that's not what I thought it was. So I think it was about two days after, went home, and somewhere around that, and... Dad was mowing the yard, which for him is a big deal. Mowing the yard is a big deal for a dad. So I stop him in the middle. He's already angry at me. He's oh, like, man. why are you stopping my mowing process? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to get saved. And I kid you not, I'm almost positive that he gets. He says, turn around, go play. And he puts it in drive and continues mowing. I'm that's that's, that's about as close as it that, gets. To I see it. that from Clay. Oh, I can because, easily see that. And now looking back on it, I'm like, that's exactly what he should have done because I had literally no idea what he's talking about, and I still think to this day that I don't think he could have poured into me and made me understand it other than like I was gonna die. How, right. how old were you? Seven. Seven. I was the same age. So but anyway, but which is crazy now looking back on it that like four or five days maybe a week after i started thinking about it like a lot a lot 
Oh, so he held you off for a while. He held me off, yeah. And I was like, but I started thinking about it while he was doing it, which is crazy, because he's like trying to not keeping me from it, but not letting me get into it. But I got into it by making you learn it on your own. Yeah, and I got I straight up got into it by myself, and I can't. I was like in my room one night, and I started praying all by myself there, and I was like, well, maybe my parents need to be in here for this. So I went and got him, and we came. We talked for like probably seemed like an hour and a half, probably, and. uh we just talked about it, and we prayed, and I prayed, and accepted the Lord coming to my heart. I've been saved since I was seven. And I don't remember the date. I could probably tell you the year based on math, but I don't remember the date or nothing. Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. one of the only reasons I remember the date. I remember was mine not, was on a Wednesday. Yeah. I remember the I day don't. of the week. But anyway, so we're going to dive into what we're going to talk about today, and it's perfect uh, life uh, per- per- perspective from a high schooler. Uh, just you know about school, and I want to start with a quote today I read on Twitter. And a reminder, it's Wednesday. But anyway, if you don't know Shane Pruitt, uh, you you should follow him on social media. Awesome guy. But anyway, he said he tweeted this this morning. He said tonight, many student pastors and leaders will stand before the least religious generation, Gen Z, which is what we are in this room in the U.S. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're good. I heard my knuckles pop, and then I, I looked at him, and he started, like, smiling, and that got in my head. We're good. Keep uh, on going. I'm going to go. We'll just edit that part out. Yeah, I can. I said we keep uh, it in. We'll see. But anyway, tonight, many student pastors and leaders will stand before the least religious generation, Gen Z, which is us in this room in the U.S., and proclaim and teach the Word of God tonight, on Wednesday night. So pray for them. They're missionaries going after a very strategic mission field and group of people. And so the mission field and group of people we're going to talk about today is high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And so... I have some experience with high schooling. Yeah. Let's talk about, you know, y'all's approach to school is right now, and you don't have to, you know, we're going to be real and honest. What is your approach daily at school? Keep as far as yeah, I I think that's a little too broad. Too, honestly, too vague. Honestly, what what is your approach, um, as far as the gospel every day at school? Uh, well, as and in, your answer, your answer can be, it's it's hard. It's impossible. Yeah. Well, it, my approach is almost kind of laid back because, I mean, I don't know how Brian is. I'm assuming it's probably worse than Ben just because of how many people go there, but. People get offended so easily now. Like it's it's insane. Like even teachers get offended by the smallest stuff that you'll say. And I don't want to say something and then then make a big deal out of it. And then me for some reason get sent to the office or sent here, or sent there, or whatever. Right. And it's just it's hard to. Would you say in your high schools, Bryant graduating? Seven, eight hundred ish, maybe more About in a, in, a, in a grade, God, right? Lee, upwards to a thousand, yeah. yeah. And then Benton's, it's sixes, five hundred, six hundred. So, like, would you say though, there's probably less Christians than non Christians? Yes. Oh, one hundred percent for Bryant at least, yeah. And yes. I probably for Benton. Too. So let's go ahead and 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 make this the staple of the episode. Okay. School is a huge mission field. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and so as we talk about y'all's approach, so you would you would would y'all consider yourself outcast, and why? So, 
I I kind of looked over the script before we came, yeah. and I was in the car, or my sister kind of read it off to me. And honestly, at school, everyone is, or at least for the way I see it, everyone is pretty understandable. There's a difference between being don't want nothing to do with it and being understandable. I think a lot of kids at school are understandable, and when you tell someone they're a Christian or you're a Christian, they they understand that and they see where you're coming from. And because we're in America. Christianity is number one religion. And just to hop on that too, and we're in Arkansas. We're, yeah, we're kind of in, in the Bible Belt. Belt. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, when you say you're Christian, even the most non-Christian people, they they accept that and they understand that. And so, which to go off that, the way the culture has changed so much, we're not necessarily in the Bible Belt. We're in the Church Belt. There's lots of churches, so it's it's normal for there to be Christians around. Yeah. But yep. there are a lot of non-christians yeah and it's slowly dwindling down too i mean yeah slowly but it's still shrinking because of so what's it look like to be a christian in high school so when you tell somebody you're christian they're like yeah they accept it and then you go on and honestly it's it feels nothing like an outcast it it really doesn't you might be pictured as an outcast but you don't feel like one i don't walk through the schools and feel like i'm getting stared at as i'm walking through the hallway i don't feel like i stand out and when i come to school i'm not dressed any differently than anybody else even if like you wore a shirt that said i love jesus yeah even my reality weekend shirt that i wear at church or my uh any of my sharon missionary baptist church shirts the compliments or even the put downs that i get from wearing a shirt that still don't affect how i see myself it's not that i see myself as somebody different at school I just don't let that affect who I am at all, and therefore, I don't think being an outcast is. I don't think an outcast would ne- necessarily be the right term. Yeah, for you that. and misfit might even be strong to use that. I yeah. think it's you're just you're just a means. different color block in the puzzle. Honestly, yeah. I mean, but no one no one cares because there's a million other color blocks in the puzzle. Well, then, you know, do you do you think that does it go on in your head that people judge you though? Oh, definitely. You like it depends on what like. I'm well, doing. first they gotta know. Yeah, yeah. Right. And who you if, are and what you believe. Yeah, and when you like, like for example, we have somebody at our school, and he is probably the most profound and known Christian in the whole school mm-hmm. because he will walk up to you in the most awkward way and tell you that Jesus will love you. Like yeah. I'm talking in the middle of class. He will walk up while teachers talking. He will stand up, walk over to you, bend over, whisper in your ear, and go, "Jesus loves you," and go sit back down. Wow! And it's it's that kind of stuff that's like maybe we should be doing that, maybe. Mm-hmm. And but it just kind of it kind of breaks the flow, you know. We and were it, talking about it yesterday in staff meeting about your generation. Well, this generation, Gen Z, how fast culture changes. Oh yeah, because you look at like. You just said the phrase, should we do, be doing that? Or, like, is that something we should do? And you, and then, like, you say, well, let's look at Bible, for example. Let's let's look at Scripture and see if we can get some insight on how to live more like a Christian. And then we see things the disciples did or what they went through. And you're like, oh, my gosh. They, they just, like, they, went, they, like, gave everything for Christ, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you take that, for instance, that kid who just stands up middle of the class, tells somebody, mm-hmm. hey, Jesus loves you. Like, yeah. should we be doing that? But, like, the way to communicate also in this culture and, changes. Yeah. And so, in class, that's not the way. For me, That I don't see that as the way to communicate that Jesus loves you. Right. I really don't. Because that, so, say he does it to some girl who's sitting there, not because he likes her or whatever. He just goes over to there and tells her that. 
kind of randomly. Now she feels embarrassed, and she doesn't want anything to do with him because now he just publicly embarrassed her right. in class. So that's that's nothing wrong with that, other than I. That's just kind of different the way I see it. Let's Eli, and you can you can start off on this. Let's let's shift to the topic of Christians who also maybe drink, maybe party, mm-hmm. may. Uh, I don't know the right phrase to use, but we're just going to say LGBTQ, all friends. that stuff. I've got um, a ton of friends that are like that. Which what what does that like? How does that? What's that portray? Like Being, at school? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, how do they act at school? Is that what you're trying to ask? Yeah, just like you know, maybe they say they're Christian too, but Christian, also do well, Christians that see, fall like, for, for the world. For yeah. for example, uh, this girl today in my fourth block class. So we had like five minutes left, and then we got to leave. And uh, she, I said, "Are you going to church tonight?" They, I don't, can't remember where they go, but. Asked her if she was going to church. She said yes. And I said, have you been going every Wednesday and Sunday? She said yes. And I said, well, that's good. What have you learned? And she said, well, I don't really know. And I said, okay. Which, and she is the type of person that will have a vape in her bra and, like, go out on the weekends and drink and have sex and all that crap. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. And so I asked her what she learned, and she said, I don't know. And I said, well, then why are you going? And she said... That could be something we get into later, but anyway, continue. (laughs) I said, why are you going? And she said, well, I'm going to learn about Jesus. And I said, okay, then what have you learned? And she froze up. And then I said, uh, I'm not being mean to her. I was just talking to her because she's one of my friends in that class. And I just said, there's no point in going if you're going for the wrong reasons. If you're going for for to see your friends, I mean, if you're going there to go get in the car with somebody afterwards and then go hook up with them, going to drink afterwards, going to do whatever, then, I mean, you're going for the wrong reason and you're not getting anything out of it. So what's mm-hmm. the point of you even going? Yeah. So, I mean, would y'all agree that, like, you know, partying – uh, being gay, trying to fit this mold, uh, lesbian, bisexual, all these things is more popular than being a Christian in school. No. It's not? Well, no. I, I don't think... It depends on your definition of popular because popular is that everyone knows about it. So right. everyone knows who's gay. Everyone knows who Which is doing the bad stuff. It's clear, and I'm not saying this to make fun of anybody, but it's clear who is gay at our school and who's a lesbian and whatever 86 yeah. other genders there are but like there'll be kids like yesterday there was a kid walking around that had like it looked like he got a sweatshirt and then spray painted it the pride flag or gay flag whatever right. you call it and then there's another guy it's a guy wants to be a girl and he wears just the most random stuff every day has his yeah. hair dyed has a choker is that what they're called yeah i mean it just doesn't even look normal but to right. them that is normal i also don't understand the cat ears thing like i don't think that's from yeah. being I, yeah we don't have to get into that that's kind of a thing right yeah. now i heard about it with yeah giant it's, people claiming they're animals and not human beings but so enjoy. let's as we continue how could things be better like, as far as 
Yeah. In like, school, how could things be better? What do you for, mean by for, better? Well, like, this is sharing Jesus' podcast. For Jesus, for the gospel, for the ministry, how could things be better? Well, I've always, well, in the past year, I've noticed is that you can literally, I know it's very cliche for the term bullying, is that some big old guy throws some skinny little kid up against a locker and picks his pockets for money. That's bullying, right. in quotation marks. And that is bullying. You know, it is. It's just that's that that's the cliche version. And that but at Bryant High School, you could do that between every class period with a teacher watching and nothing would happen to any either either person. Really? The, yeah. I mean, you could throw somebody against a locker and nothing would happen. But as soon as you throw a punch, you have the SWAT team all over you. Mm-hmm. And so like what I said is what I've said before, even to teachers and stuff, I'm like just enforcing the no bullying policy would help a lot of kids out personally and mentally just because they're that kids don't get thrown against lockers but kids get bullied and people notice it and no one does anything about it but it's not it's not like it used to be but i think we could all agree that most of the bullying nowadays goes on on your phone yeah no cyber yes text social media snapchat and now most people don't care to go up to somebody and bully them right they don't care enough they just they'd rather look at their friends and go you see them over there that's a weirdo and even that that's bullying and but no one no one can do anything about that but yeah eve over phones but that's kind of a tough conversation in bryant because i know for a fact bullying goes on in bryant but it's it's really hard because 90 percent of the people who are getting bullied are the lgbtq kids who are still rejecting like my invitations to church they're rejecting any sort of like help other Christ advice love. yes they reject all of it and then it's they complain not christian advice they too. complain to the teachers and tell our teachers that they're about to commit suicide because right. they're getting bullied but even the teachers like teachers like well maybe if you like maybe work on this coming to me after school but they reject all help and then right. they complain as as we like we're talking about social media mm-hmm. let's we're going to kind of shift the topic and kind of wrap up the episode but it's a percentage question okay and y'all give your own percentage okay. how much goes on on social media with high schoolers that parents don't know about how much goes on on social media Ooh. oh 80 to 20 80 percent parents don't know no no I, that, that, you, you don't have to say a second percent but just how much goes on on social media that parents don't know about i do believe because our church has social medias you know mm-hmm. i i do believe social media can be used for good in ministry and outreach yeah. but how much of effect does that have on a high schooler like bad, as far as bad social media or, or good social just media? social media in general how much does about, it affect? It affects about 90% of their stuff, which is why I think 98% of the stuff on a teenager's phone in high school, their parents do not know about. Okay. I really think those are the numbers. That's Not good. that they are, but I think that's what they are because, like... And let it, we're, we're, we're going to disregard the parent that actually goes through yeah, a teenager's yeah, phone because there's about every one in every night. One in every, like, 90 kids at yeah. high school, their parents run through their phone every week but for the other kids these kids are showing stuff and doing stuff and it's not even even bad stuff it's just like okay dude that you don't have to show me that and that don't have to be on your phone either it's like and you can tell by looking at them their parents do not know and and the parents don't care yeah 
So they would never. That's part. Never that is. I will give them that. That's part of the reason why I think the LGBT kids. What's up, Rob? Rob, Rob's looking through the window. <laughs> whoever it is, that's part of the reason why they're at the place they're at. Not all of them. Some whether, of them yeah. do have good parents, and those kids just don't want to listen to them for whether whatever it's, reason. Whether it's really two bad parenting or no parenting, it's one of the two. Because good parents, good parents, kids do not. My family does not. Rob's taking notes. <laughs> my family does not walk around licking the back of their ears and peeing in litter boxes. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And and so I you're mean, saying like parents, parents, maybe. parents don't know about not. What did you say? Ninety eight percent. I think of what? it's ninety eight. Parents don't know about ninety eight percent of the stuff that goes on on their kids' phone. One hundred percent. Whether it's good or bad stuff, doesn't right. matter. And so would, you would say it's detrimental to. Social Definitely. media. And ninety eight percent of that has a ninety five percent effect on the kid. Which and like, also outlook. all it is nowadays, which you know it, you don't you have Instagram reels, so you probably know it. I don't know what Rob has. <laughs> he's in the room now. Now that but, he's in the room. But on TikTok, most of the stuff not most of it, probably fifty, forty, fifty percent of the stuff that's on the for you page or like recommended, yeah. whatever you want to call it. That you just scroll, you just scroll through it. It's just not right stuff. But people like that stuff. It's garbage. They'll, yeah, they'll like that stuff, and that's making it pop up on more people's phones and mm-hmm. going on, going on, going on. That's and and we don't have to get into this. That's a whole other topic. But like, what's acceptable oh, and yeah. what's not acceptable? Yeah, and we don't have to get into that. But, In school, how could the church help? Student pastors, pastors, ministries, how could the church help for kids to be more effective, for students to be uh, better gospel-spoken uh, kids? Like, how could the church help? Honestly, I know it's a really good example, and it is, I'm going to shine a light on Indian Springs, is because right now Indian Springs, they don't have a, they. I don't think their core youth group is as big as ours, but they're daily or their wednesday night group that comes is about three times as big as ours well i'll tell you this right now half the kids that go to that youth group are in my friend group they're not going for church no i know that's what i'm saying that's yeah that's all another topic too. (laughs) and so so they're going but they put on indian springs doesn't put on big events they just have a bunch of kids that to wrap everything up they use social media it's all over like all my friends snapchats and all their stories and all that it's all every wednesday is be at church be at indian spring okay. six it's o'clock. the same thing and with first baptist too, yeah, yeah and they're putting it out there and they're doing really good at getting people there but then once they're there it's a whole other story of how they how they handle people being so there. for gen but z's their social media games on point they they yeah indian springs is doing a good job as far as getting people there yeah. honestly and and indian springs holds from what i can tell about 75 percent of bryant's Bryant schools, church population. Yeah, they really do. So for I the mean, kids that go to church, and yes, and all the kids that go there are not—they're not the coolest kids in schools, yeah. but they're the most level-headed kids in Which, school. That and got and it this is something out. we have to remember: is like even if you add up all the churches, First Baptist probably one of the biggest youth ministries here in Benton. They have, on a Wednesday night maybe have two hundred kids in yeah. their high school ministry or junior high, give or take, whatever. That's the biggest. We on a good night have you know fifty. And mm-hmm. all these other churches, add them all up, right? Mm-hmm. But in your grade alone, how many people are there? Close to a thousand. Right. 
And so that's just 10th grade at Bryant High School. Just 10th grade, yeah. Just 10th grade at Bryant High School. We got Benton, Boxite, Harmony Grove, Bryant. You add up all those kids. Well, Benton, Boxite, and Harmony Grove, if you put all those together, that's like one grade at Bryant. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But but still, like, you add up all those kids, how many kids aren't in church? Probably 80% of the kids. It's a lot, right? Yeah. Which, yeah. Down here, like we were talking about earlier, the Bible Belt or the Church Belt. Yeah, that's not a big number, and it's not too small of a number. It's kind of on point. Which, but. and we don't have to get in cult. We don't have to get in the culture of church and everything. But like, a lot of kids don't know like what is church on Wednesday night. Yeah, like, what is that? Right now at Bryant, it really is more of a let's go hang out at church because. Church is a good place, and we can go over there and not do bad stuff. We can just go over there and hang out because there's a lot of people going, and it really is. Wednesday night church at Indian Springs is popular. Yeah, it is because kids are like, "When's every Wednesday night?" They're like, "Bring your silliest outfit. We're having color wars tonight, yeah. or whatever." So it's popular, and kids go to hang out. Well, Eli, yeah. we'll start with you as we wrap up the episode. How can people pray for students in school? There can be areas that don't have to be a specific reason, but. Uh, better listening skills, like for real. Listen. For kids to listen. Listen. Yeah. Don't don't hear. Don't hear. Listen. Whenever you're talking to somebody, or whenever somebody's talking to you, then listen. Don't be thinking about your next argument. Yeah, that's hmm. what my dad always tells Ooh, me. That's a good one. What about you, Lighten? How can how can how can people pray? Um, praying for kids at school. I think it. Yeah, if there's somebody listening to this podcast at 60 and it's like, you know, I want to pray for students at school, how could they pray for you? I think it's really uh, just giving, uh, praying for kids to have wisdom, honestly, because it takes a little bit of wisdom to look at somebody who is way off the tracks of the church or whatever, and you obviously see it. And instead of thinking or even saying anything about it, you just have the wisdom to step back and go, okay, I understand where they're at. Even though I've never been there, I can see where they're coming from. And what am I going to do to even just encourage them to even take a different step? So I'd say wisdom probably. Yeah, I think those those are two things that I think are obviously so far gone from teenagers' minds is to be able to listen to people and be able to understand people. Because it's instinct to look at somebody and... You see 12 things that's wrong with them before you ever see one good thing about them. Even even I do it because I just, it's that easy because it's culture has shifted so and, much. And that can go so far into witnessing to somebody. Yeah. Just that right there. Hey, well, thanks for joining us today. We are, after this conversation, we already have like four more oh, yeah. podcast ideas. But thanks for listening today. We hope you enjoyed and that we all continue on the mission of following Jesus, loving others, and reaching the lost. Have a great day and a ba-da-ba-ba-ba.